You're listening to the Impact Theory Podcast, your source of empowering ideas and actionable techniques from the world's highest achievers. Join host Tom Bilyeu, serial entrepreneur and co-founder of the billion-dollar brand Quest Nutrition, on a journey to unlock your potential and realize your vision of success. Welcome to Impact Theory. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special once in like a hundred year edition of Relationship Theory. We're starting late today because it's the eclipse. I literally can't see anything. <laughs> it's like I might as well be wearing a what they blinders. call blinders. Yeah. Um, yeah, the eclipse. The eclipse. So I'm your host, by the way, Tom Bilyeu, <laughs> and I'm here with Lisa Bilyeu, and we're going to be going in on relationship theory. But first, let's take a second to acknowledge that nature's lit. This is amazing. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. We've all been geeking out. We have the special protective glasses. We do. Uh, but it was really cool to see like that those two perfect circles overlapping. You really get a sense of like the the perfection of nature. Very very cool. And by the way, if whether you are just joining us uh, actually live here in the moment, remember that Wednesday, August 23rd, 2017, we're doing the 24-hour live Impactathon, as we're calling it. And you heard right, 24 hours. This man right here is not allowed to leave the set except to use the restroom. And I yes, tried to, to think of ways urine. around it. So that you would be on set for 24 hours just, just at, at some point. I know, at some point. So, but like, we'll be bringing him food. He literally will be on set. We've got some crazy stuff planned around, kind of, of totally took no, over. Please, it's amazing. Some super exciting things. We've got some new segments coming up that people have wanted to, uh, yeah, um, us to do about the brain. We've got yeah. um, a different take on startup theory. We've got some amazing guests. Yeah, We've it's going to be a lot yeah. of fun going to be a lot of fun. And if you're listening to this relationship theory on the day that it drops, which is August 23rd, pause for a second and go <laughs> join us over in the live and we'll be doing some relationship theory live stuff mm -hmm. as well. So, all right, without further ado, let's dive into relationship without theory. Without further ado. All right. Um, I haven't really seen you much this week. So to be honest, I was actually really excited about this. Really? We're just coming off a weekend. You but mean. I mean, up until that point. So it was like it was all a week. Crazy yeah, week. You, crazy week. Yeah. Like bordering on the absurd. I was so far out of my normal rhythm. Mm. And then it continued again to last night where I didn't get to bed until after midnight, mm. which for me is just madness. Uh, but it was yeah. a lot of fun. And by the way, should we mad shout out to Wally Barham, who's an upcoming ah. comedian that got me out of the house last night late? Absolutely hysterical. She used to be an intern here at, well, when we were still inside Quest, an amazing intern. Everybody loved her. We all tried to get tickets. There was only one left. You guys were kind enough to let me go. Uh, and she is hilarious. In fact, and I'll beat this drum again some more later, but check her out. I know she's active on Instagram, at Wally Barham. Um, show her some love. Go sign up. She's really funny. Yeah. She's 19 and just absolutely killing it. And I love having people that have become part of, um, you know, our our group here that we really do support and we really do um, encourage. And, Most you know, definitely. she came on to help in production and then she was like, I want to be a comedian. It's like, that's so cool. Very cool. All 
All right. All right. Now over to some questions. All right. So this actually was an email um, that came in through our Connect inbox. Nice. My partner is an entrepreneur and is in the midst of creating her empire. I'm extremely supportive of her endeavors and do everything I can to be respectful of what she's building, especially by giving her time and understanding to do her thing. However, she often gets stuck in the mindset that she'll have more time or energy to give to our relationship when X, Y, and Z happens, usually having to do with money or success. Mm -hmm. I know that mindset isn't realistic and creating space for something still has to happen in the thick of the craziness, though she gets stuck in the belief that her success will solve all her problems. We talk about it often and both have growth mindsets and communicate beautifully, but often end up back in this place. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, this is familiar. Yes, it's very familiar. <laughs> so uh, there's an awesome quote. I think it's, in fact, it is it's by Socrates. And he says, read so that you may learn with ease what other men have taken great difficulty to learn. And this is one of those times, please, guys, learn with ease what Lisa and I learned through great difficulty, emotional turmoil, and pain. Um Right now, today, you've got to invest in your relationship. Right now. Like, no matter what you're doing, I can make you one promise. First of all, the struggle is a guarantee the success is not. So, A, the success isn't guaranteed. B, the success won't solve any of your problems other than money. Um, And C, the game at the end of the day that you're playing is neurochemistry. So, if you want to have a good relationship right now, which is going to be largely predicated on how you make each other feel... You've got to put the time in and I will give you not 90% of the credit for this. I will give you 100% of the credit. I would still be head down just working all the time Mm -hmm. if you hadn't, um, one, been so supportive and put yourself in the back burner for so long that when you finally said like, hey, we really have to make this a priority, I listened because it was just so clear that it wasn't coming from a place of insecurity or pettiness or jealousy or anything other than really wanting a beautiful relationship that could serve what we were trying to accomplish, that could serve at that time what I was trying to accomplish. It really, really felt like you had just given, given, given so much. It was just really easy to hear you when you said, look, it's just gotten now mm. to the point where it's it's being corrosive to the relationship. Like there's just time is required to build a real relationship. So um, that is a, a recommendation that I put every ounce of my weight behind. If you take anything that I say with any even minor amount of seriousness, I will tell you this this one unequivocally doesn't get better. There will never be a time where you catch your breath. If you're really ambitious, you're going to keep moving the goalposts. You're going to succeed at a level now, which is, will be unimaginable to you. And you'll hit that. And even before you get to that part, you'll be looking for that next mountain to climb. So to think that there will, there will never be a day that feels like a finish line. Never. And with all of the success that we've had, nothing has ever, like no day feels any different. So I feel just as compelled to work hard now um, as I ever did. And it's funny, you were saying at the top of the episode that last week was really absurd. And last week was one of those weeks that, one, it was, I really enjoyed last week, even though it was like manic and crazy. Um, And, you know, the thing that you always remind us of we chose this life right Mm -hmm. and there's times where you say that because it's hard and it's not really fun and it's like sort of the painful boring times Mm -hmm. and then there's other times like last week where it's not only just a lot of energy but it's also giving me a lot of energy because i'm having such a good time so uh one thing i want to practice is getting more succinct so i will wrap up there Mm -hmm. and i will say that 
No day will ever feel like a finish line. Invest in your relationship today. Don't keep putting it off. The success is not a guarantee. Yeah. And to add to that, I think that um, in a relationship, it has to be give and take. It just can't, it can't weigh too much in one way or the other. And in something like this, where if he's, you know, obviously giving support and giving her the freedom and the space and the time to really go after what she wants. Like the one thing I didn't do was then just, even though you said I put myself on the back burner, I didn't forget what I needed. And that is really important because I think if you just always sacrifice and you don't feel like you're getting anything back, that can be dangerous. And that was one thing where I tried to be very cognizant of how often I asked for your time. But at the same time, when I really felt like I needed it because I know myself well enough and I know that I start getting sad or I'll go through a, I feel distant from you, that doesn't help our relationship. Mm. And so I know that if all these things are detrimental to our relationship, I have to address them. And if you're not willing to address them, then we really do have a problem. Because if all you care about is, I need to build the business and you just have to understand and I'm going to keep letting you down, then I would have a real problem with that. But again, it's about choosing your battles. And when you say, it is important to me to have this moment of time, I need you to put your phone away. And look, I'm so supportive of you every other moment, but I really need you present right now. If she's willing to do that, then amazing. If she's not, I think you have to address the problem in that relationship because that's never going to go away. And now can we say the really hard part? And I won't even necessarily address this to the person who asked the question because he said that they really have great communication a lot. Right. You don't need to be in a relationship. Right. If what you really want to do is build your business and that's your thing and that's just your priority and maybe it'll stay that way forever, maybe it'll stay that way for a while, like that's okay. And people need to understand like there's no objectively right way to live your life. There's neurochemistry, period. So if the right way to live your life for you that maximizes your happiness, makes you feel alive, just really makes you feel fulfilled in a deep and lasting sense right. is to be by yourself and to really dig in and grind and try to build something, then do that. Mm -hmm. But don't like half-ass it and be in a relationship and like not own up to the fact that that's really where you want to be um, and drag somebody along with you for, you know, years and years and years. I think that a lot of people get stuck in like, I really love this person. I really love being with them. When we are together and they are present, I have so much fun. This is the person I want to be with. But that is only 1% of my entire time with them. So I get why that would be hard though, to just up and leave a relationship if, um, because you're saying like, you don't have to be in a relationship. But what if in those moments, like when you really do connect, you love it so much, um, I think well, you have I love, sorry, finish that. No, no, no. I I've, think that. You have to get on the same page of, like, what we did is very strict. I have once a week, I have date night, right? Like, I don't care how busy you are. In fact, that's not true. I do care how busy you are because many times I've dropped date night. But it's been in the, a decision that I've happily made. But we've said no matter what, we get a date night. And if that date night ever ends up being cancelled or you've got other things, you'll come to me and you're like, baby... I've got this event. It's a really big deal. This is why it's a big deal for me. Um, but it means we don't have date night. Like, what are your thoughts? How do you feel? And you let them, me, kind of think about it instead of it being a demand. Like, hey, I've got this event. You're going to have to suck it up. It was like, are you cool with me going because this really is meaningful to me? And then I was like, of course. Like, it's important. You bust your ass. And 
we choose this life. I mean, I do repeat that. And when you said it to me, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Because every time I go to complain about something, right? I think everybody gets trapped in like a certain moment, right? Like, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Tim Ferriss was like, you know, I, I'm in line in Starbucks and I'm so freaking frustrated that they're out of almonds. Right. It's like, <laughs> um, I don't know what made me bring that up. I was going to say, I, I well, almonds look, and coffee was the part that I was yeah, thinking of. Just, um, I think just you were going to say, choose your, right. You, a, you it's also a modern life. miracle, <clears> right? <throat> that you can go to any corner store and get this amazing beverage right. that has been cultivated probably halfway around the globe. I have no and idea why I pulled that up. Staying folks in gratitude. Trying to, <clears> anyway, you choose this life. Anyway, yeah. Right. So basically I, I say we choose this life. So anytime I'm going to complain, oh, it was about complaining about coffee running out mm. or whatever. Um, I just say like, but I choose this life. Like if I say like, oh my God, I don't get to spend time with my husband or like all these other people always going out and, you know, socializing with their other halves all the time. It's like, I don't look at that and wish that was me because I've made the choices in my life to be where we are now. If I didn't, if I wanted a husband that was going to stay at home all the time, that was going to be at home every single night where well, there's consequences to that. Maybe he won't be as ambitious as you, but I find your ambition sexy. So again, I've chosen that. I've chosen to be, with somebody who is ambitious as you are and then make those sacrifices along the way but I can't complain about it because that, that was my decision mm. so I'm gonna keep beating that horse de to death <laughs> um all right so we've got some questions coming in nice Let's do it um this question comes from Heather Simpson my husband and I are really close and very very much best friends. Everyone says we spend too much time together. We're extremely happy after 11 years. Is there such a thing as too much time? No. Uh, no. That seems absurd. Yeah. So, look, if you guys are, like, spending so much time in a warm embrace that you're on the verge of starving to death, I guess, like, that would be too much time. But if, if you're happy... Um, you're enjoying each other. It's the life that you imagine for yourself. There's not only momentary happiness, but the deep sense of fulfillment. Um, the, uh, I'm trying to like figure out why like people would why say would that ask, more than yeah. once. Like, like is that's there... such a weird thing to say. The only thing I can imagine hmm. is, and man, this is, I'm reaching. So who knows? But the only thing I can imagine is that that's being said to her and not him. And that this is like, um, either, familial pressure or friends who feel like she's getting lost in the relationship. So they used to have a relationship with her mm -hmm. and now they don't have a relationship with her. And so they're pushing back against that for um, selfish reasons, but not like in a bad way. They right. just obviously really want to connect with her and have her time as well. And so they just feel like they're getting, um, you know, distant from her and that doesn't feel good. That's the only thing that I could imagine. So from their perspective, yes, there is such a thing as yeah. too much time together because they feel iced out, but objectively, no. And God, I don't know, and I'm grasping at straws here, but maybe certain people are jealous. They wish that they had that. So kind of bring in something else to be not as like, oh, you shouldn't spend as much time together. Um, kind of makes, turns it <clears throat> a bit into a negative, which makes probably them feel better because if they don't have partners, I don't know. No, I mean, I guess I like to, yeah, look, I know humans well enough. Sure, there's enough pettiness in the world that somebody could be reacting like that and not just have the the level of self-awareness yeah. that was a weird reaction because I, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say i don't necessarily think it's malicious right it's like if somebody god looks at someone else's figure and is like 
they have a great figure, but they bring them down. Oh, yeah, but I wouldn't have like a butt like that. It just makes them feel better. Sure. In today's highly unpredictable and rapidly changing world, the smartest move you can make from a financial standpoint is to actually understand how money works and how markets move. Because if you want to have any chance of investing your money wisely and growing your financial portfolio, you have to make a profit. And the only way that you're going to do that is either by setting and forgetting or actually understanding what's going on at a macro level. So whether you're a seasoned investor or someone looking for extra guidance, today's sponsor, Yahoo Finance, has got you covered with all the tools, data, and news that you need in one place to grow your knowledge base around what is happening in the world of finance and to make sure that you have the right goals and you're executing well. Yahoo Finance makes it easy to consolidate your accounts so you can effectively and efficiently manage your entire portfolio. Personally, I love how straightforward their platform is to use. It is very simple to get the information that I need. And Impact Theory's own chief financial officer is exactly the same, spending time helping me frame exactly what is going on from a global perspective so that I'm making the smartest decisions that I can. I definitely recommend that you check out Yahoo Finance for comprehensive financial news and analysis. Visit the incredible brand that so many great investors use at yahoofinance.com. It's the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Once again, guys, head there now, yahoofinance.com. If getting your hands dirty and taking good care of your car or cars is a passion of yours, then eBay Motors is here for the ride because I'm sure you remember when you first saw the potential in that beauty. And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly with eBay Motors. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. So next question comes from Adam Bakker. My girlfriend and I just broke up last night. Oh, sorry, Adam. Place. Um, she wants to get married after five. Oh, sorry, after nine months, and said, um, and I said we are not ready. She had no emotion and no feeling. She just said, "This is what I need," and can't wait for some reason. Sorry. So this is what I need in quotes, and she can't wait for some reason. Is what he said. Um, she has been on antidepressants for over a year and I'm wondering if this could be playing a factor in her cutting off all emotions and bond with me like she did, confused and sad. Wow. Mm. Um, so first and foremost, I'll say when we get really nuanced questions like this, I think it's very important um, that you consider working with a professional who um, can draw on a much more diverse array of experiences. I will give you our experience um, and in the relationship that we've had together and then obviously outside of each other, what my gut instinct is, um, yes, definitively the, the fact that she's on antidepressants is a huge thing. It will have massive impact on her neurochemistry. Um, it 
certainly one of the side effects that you hear a lot about, and I've never been on them, so I cannot speak firsthand, which is why I say, hey, working with a professional might be very useful. Um, but I will say that the the mood disruptions and the number of people that complain that it makes them feel numb is very, very high. So while it takes out the lows, it can also take out the highs. And so it can be a very um, emotionally disruptive thing that may make it hard for people to bond and connect for sure. Um, if you're not ready to get married saying that, and I will just grant that you said it in a very respectful, open and communicative way, you need to be able to say that. And if the relationship can't survive one person saying, There's, this isn't the right time for me, I, I'm not ready for that next step yet, um, then the relationship was weak to begin with. So I'm not saying that would mm. be easy 100%. When I proposed to you, if you had said, look, I'm not ready yet, that would have been brutally difficult for sure. But if you're really in love and committed to the person enough that you would ask them to marry you, like if you're not able to to work with them through that process and hmm. figure out like, okay, hey, full respect. is Are we just really in dramatically different places, i.e. I'm in love and you're not? Because while hard, I would rather know hmm. so that we can go our separate ways, quite frankly, if that's where it's at. But if it's like, look, I'm in love. I am really interested in continuing this relationship. But for whatever reason, like I don't want to get married. And we've had very dear friends who didn't want to get married. I did. Like that just... Man, I was either, I'm never getting married or I'm marrying you. Those were like, mm. just before I met you, I, had, I did not plan to get married. And then when I met you, I was like, actually, this has made me rethink everything. And for the first time, I'm in love and like all that stuff. Um, but if it didn't feel like the right time for me or it didn't feel like the right time for you, like, I think that's completely acceptable. Yeah. So... Yeah. I, I would say the, the obvious thing here is, is the depression. Yeah. And I mean, I think that he made the right move in being honest. And like you said, hopefully he said it with compassion, but being honest that he's not ready. And that's the one thing that I, um, at least from experience, have heard a lot of um, where guys feel the pressure, or even women I actually know some women who felt pressured to get married, whether it's from family or whether it's from their other half. And it's like, you're not necessarily totally ready for marriage, but you still love them and you still want to be with them. And so I think that that's um, um, difficult waters to navigate. And if that I was found in that situation, I would have the brutal, honest talk with you about how I'm feeling, why it's important that I want to get married, what you saying no means to me, how I feel about you saying no, that you're not ready and makes me feel like... Um, like maybe I can't hear that you actually want to be with me. And maybe to me, it's I want to know that you want to be with me by you saying you'll marry me, right? Like having those really honest conversations. Yeah, uh, talking through this all, defining terms, getting clarity, not letting your emotions run away with you because I can just reach into the universe of what that conversation felt like and it's gonna feel like a lot of rejection and for somebody that is already struggling with that and has... Um, you know, just a, a neurochemical imbalance. Mm. They've probably hardwired certain things in their mind that have led to the depressive cycle. Um, also, whenever you're talking about depression, you've got to talk about the mind-gut connection and like, what are we doing there to like really help rebalance this? Mm. So it's like when you're dealing from a place of neurochemical deficit, like you're off balance, it colors your perception of everything. So 
I can see. I'm not saying like I wasn't there. I have no idea, but um, and I won't cage it that much. I wasn't there, but let me tell you, I have a fucking idea. It went something like this. Let's get married. I'm not ready for that. She felt 100% rejected, not good enough, fed into all her fears mm. about what led her to be depressed mm. in the beginning. I'm not good enough. Um, all of that. That comes like crashing on her like a wave, especially if... If she really wasn't able to articulate why she's not able to wait, then let me tell you, there is like deep-seated shit in there that's going on that she either hasn't unpacked it or she's unpacked and she's not willing to be honest with him about. Either one is just bad news and that's why getting a professional to help you through this stuff can be really useful yeah. because whether she deals with it in this relationship or she deals with it in the next relationship, it has to be dealt with. Right. Like you've got to be able to, like if you and I had a rough moment like that, there's no universe in which you would walk away from it and not understand where I'm coming from. You may not agree. Yeah. And I wouldn't walk away not understanding where you're coming from. I may not agree. So because we, we, we do that, right? Like we process through, we define terms, we ask for clarity. Like we keep going until we can articulate the other person's position. That's really important, by the way. Getting to the point where you can articulate what their stance is to where they'll actually agree, yes, that's my stance. Yeah. Now, one thing, be careful when you're playing that game that you don't fall into the trap of, See, I can articulate your position. Like, I know it, and it's still what? dumb, what? which is like the underlying thing. So you have to be very careful that you're really trying to articulate it from a compassionate place of actually mm -hmm. trying to understand them. Um, but if she can finally, and I keep saying her because I think it's her responsibility. I don't think it's his to, I think it's not his responsibility. It'd be awesome if he helped her mm -hmm. go through that and process that and all that. And I think it's one of the beautiful things about being in a relationship. But it ultimately, it's her work to do. She's got to do it. She's got to figure out, like, what is it that makes that, like, a triggering moment for her? Because if he walked away from it, not even understanding why she can't wait, right. either he's not listening or she's not articulating. Well, her response the way was, um, this is what I need. And so it seems like she may have shut down in that instance. Yes. And it may be, quite frankly, that a lot of times people don't, they don't know. Like, they don't know. Don't know what? They don't know the answer. Why do you need it? Oh. I need it, right? Right. Because they, go ahead. No, 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 because? Because they haven't taken the time to actually right. assign right. logic, right. reason right. to a feeling. Right. Right? So when you haven't done that, like... There may be things that just redline you and you don't even know why or make you feel totally vulnerable, raw, insecure, rejected. You don't know why. Yeah. Like what is it about this particular scenario that makes me react that hard? And because they don't force themselves into really figuring it out and being able to articulate it because it feels so real and mm. justified, they're stuck. They're certainly stuck when it comes to a two-way dynamic where the other person has to understand, otherwise how can they move forward? Right. And I think in if you're able to really understand it, God, that can be so powerful. For yourself for or yourself, the other person? For yourself, yeah, for both. Um, let's take, in fact, over the weekend. So I did a whole gut test. Mm -hmm. um, I got my results back, and my results were showing definitely what I knew about like how off my my digestive system is and the bacteria right. but it gave me a new list of foods so half of the foods that I was eating it says I shouldn't eat um I won't bother boring people with that but anyway so I got that list I got that um moment of um someone coming back from what is it called um post post-traumatic post -tra stress disorder traumatic PTSD? stress disorder yeah so um I got the list of foods and I thought, oh God, here we go again. I'm experimenting again. I have to start from scratch. There's foods that I shouldn't be eating. There's new foods that I'm petrified of. And so I'm going through this process 
And as I'm going through it, I'm thinking to myself, this, I can feel myself getting anxious. Mm. Like all the feelings I used to get where I couldn't eat and like all the fear, I started getting really anxious over the weekend. And I asked you a question on Sunday morning about like what you thought my, my proportion should be because now I have to introduce carbs. And so I gave you my phone and you just dug into it. You grabbed the phone and you were like, okay, this is what you should do, blah, blah. And I realized in that mo- moment how much I need your support in this. And then I projected and I thought, we've been here before, right? In um, a couple of years ago, where I was in this situation, I needed your attention a lot. And I felt like if you put work first or if you were distracted, it made me feel like you weren't supporting me. So I've already been there. I've analyzed it. We've had those discussions. And now moving forward, I'm like, I can't make that same mistake again. So over the weekend, I said to you, when there's moments where I come to you with advice that I need for my meals, I know you, you're going to be super busy. You're going to be in the middle of something. You're going to be reading contracts and you're going to be like, I don't have time now. And you won't mean it. And it will come from the place of love, but I won't hear it. And all I'll hear is I don't have time for you and I don't have time to support you. And because I know I'm super sensitive on this, you won't realize it's a big sting. And then what will happen three weeks, four weeks down the line, I'll start to feel alone. And now I've projected. I've literally, so going back to like this question, it's, if you're able to really analyze when you're feeling sad or when you're feeling down or where something isn't right, it's not just powerful for that one moment. It actually can be really powerful for moving forward. And when I said that to you, you said, thank you so much for bringing that to my attention because I wouldn't have thought about it. And there'll be moments where you come to me and I'm in the middle of a contract and you'll just see that look, that split second look of, oh shit, I'm in the middle of something. Please bear with me that that's just an instinct. And then afterwards, I will then jump in and help you because I've heard what you're saying. And so that's how I think you take moments of distress now, you figure it out, you communicate, take those lessons and then really apply it to future situations so you don't end up back there. Totally agree. And if people could hear the way that we talk off camera, they would think it's absurd because it's so like detailed Mm -hmm. and specific. Like you would and did articulate that like that with a similar number of words in that kind of detail yesterday or Saturday, whenever it was. Um, but that's what's needed. Like that's how you have to get to that point where you can really break down the, this is how it makes me feel. So this is probably how I will react. Mm -hmm. This is what that means. I hear you. If you could like set me up for success and, you know, like either signal me in some way, like if I don't realize that you're asking for something, that's a really touchy issue because look, 99 times out of a hundred, when you're interrupting me and I'm in the middle of something that I need that flow state to get through, it doesn't make sense to interrupt me. But when it's about something like your stomach issues where it's just become this all-consuming thing Mm -hmm. that touches emotion, relationship, all of that, I need to know that's where you're at in order to know this is something like to show you in my actions that I really do prioritize you and your health and all of that over the business. So when it actually makes sense, Mm -hmm. um, not for a logical necessarily reason, but for a understanding how it's going to impact you emotionally perspective to set it aside, but it required that articulation. Mm -hmm. 
And it required the trust to be able to go to someone and say, this is my weakness. Like, I know this is going, you know, this is something that will affect me. And just trying to ignore it, because that's what I used to do. Stay strong. Nothing's going to bother you. You can handle this, Lisa. And then I know three weeks down the line, I start to feel alone because I feel like you're not supporting me. But you don't realize you... I'm feeling like that because to you, I haven't made any special requests or you're just going about your day. Right. So, yeah. Indeed. So now we said with this, this was only going to be 30 minutes. Oh, Jesus. Are we already at 30 We're already minutes? at 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, I don't know because if we put in the thing, life, right, why um, we're only doing it 30 minutes. But the reason we're only doing 30 minutes is because we're doing the 24-hour live Impactathon. I will be on this set with the exclusion of... Um, needing to excrete urine, which is my favorite way to say it. Uh, so we're going to be doing another relationship theory. Uh, we're going to be doing lots of Q and A. It's going to be amazing, and we hope that you guys will join us. We're doing it because we are about to cross a hundred thousand likes on Facebook, and we wanted to show our gratitude. Um, so the whole team has gotten together. We're putting together an amazing day, twenty-four hours, no sleep. I want to be of service. I want to be there um, engaging with you guys, bringing just a lot of cool people to the table that you guys can engage with, a lot of amazing content, new content. Uh, yeah, it's going to be we'll, a lot of fun. We'll post the schedule so people see the types of things we're doing. Um, but yes. just little teasers of what's yeah, coming Yeah, let's do it. All right, Tease so away. we've got um, Startup Theory, which is going to be new format. So in fact, we're going to bring Nicholas Robinson on set, who is who was the CMO of Quest Nutrition and basically helped build the company up. So you're going to sit there with him and talk about mm. building Quest and what that was like from a startup um, perspective. Got rich 20-something. We've got Dan, Dan Carrillo, like just a lot of cool people that I've either known for a while or recently met that I think, and more, I'm drama, like just all kinds of really cool people. Yeah, and that's that's just in the startup theory vein. Then we've got all kinds of other stuff. So we've got interns interviewing Tom, that's gonna be a flip on that. Yes. We've got some AMAs where you get to ask directly to Tom some questions. That and in every segment, you guys will really get to um, run the show. If there's things that you wanna know, submit your questions. Uh, We'll be looking through those and answering them. This really is out of a desire to serve you guys and do something amazing for you. So I want to make sure that you guys are engaged the whole time. Yeah. And that people just ask for so much different types of content from you Mm -hmm. that we've basically crammed it all in within 24 hours. So your morning routine, what foods you eat, got a topic on nutrition. Literally showing them the foods I eat. Um, Also, we're... We're maybe doing a, a midnight pizza party so you guys can see how I get down with pizza since I don't do carbs. Um, should be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm really excited about this. So it's going to be exhausting. Yeah. Uh, but it should Impact be After Impact special amazing. with about Eric Barker. We've got some Impact Really? Even quiz. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. We've got like a whole game show going on where it's um, really? us against you. Oh, that should be a lot of fun. I literally had no idea. Because we never finished the doc. That's why. Uh, anyway, not nice. to bore people. That eclipse. But, yeah. All right. So, guys, <laughs> if this feed is bringing you value, please do share it. That's how we've grown as fast as we've grown. That's why we're about to cross 100,000. Uh, and then we need to do something cool when we do that. Massive on giveaways, as well. guys. Massive yeah, giveaways, lots of giveaways. All 24 hours. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. So, if it brought you value, please do share it. That'd be amazing. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care. Later. And enjoy that eclipse, although it's probably over now. Bye. Yeah, it probably is. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, rate and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about right now. 
building this community as big as we can to help as many people as we can deliver as much value as possible. And you guys rating and reviewing really helps with that. All right, guys, thank you again so much. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care.